Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much.
do it. It is Thursday. Good morning, beautiful people. And what a fantastic title. If you are just coming into the room now, we had a room this morning at 4 a.m. Eastern and we had the incredible Dr. Nicholas Pete and Dr. Vanessa Pete who were talking all about heart health and about making sure we're looking after ourselves. And I suppose this topic is really important. So my name's Ivy Thomas. I'm a mindset and confidence coach, an author, a speaker. Everything that I do is to help people get from where they are to where they want to be. Um, if you're on the app as well, I'll just put it out there. The app's been acting a little bit glitchy. So if you happen to see yourself in the top corner, that's how you see it, but that's not how everybody else sees it. So don't worry about dropping yourself down and then coming back up and all of that stuff, because all what happened is the stage will just keep moving around, but it'll look exactly the same to you. And that's what I've noticed today anyway. Um, so we're going to have a great conversation today and we're going to be talking about stepping away from who you were and into who you are. What a great thing. And do you know what that title makes me think of? the book Becoming by Michelle Obama, you know, and I, I had this conversation yesterday. So I'm currently in the stages of creating a podcast. It's called Everything That You Need to Succeed, the podcast. And it's basically following my 12 step guide to success, which I've got in my book, which I use in my coaching, which I deliver on um, stages. It's the fundamental foundation of the methodology that I teach. It's, it's all wrapped up in these 12 steps. And we were talking um, about personality and um, the power of your personality which is chapter four step four and the premise of this chapter and um, which i would love to talk about is about how we can actually develop the characteristics and the personality of the people that we're inspired by and we've heard that idea of where you are today is a result of everything that you did in the past has led you to where you are today so where you're going to be in the future is largely going to depend on what you do today and the gap between where you are now and where you want to be. And often we have this idea that I, I, I think it's six words, um, five words, five words that people often say when I'm um, at the beginning stages of coaching them is they'll say, well, that's just the way I am. And I think a lot of the time we hold ourselves back because we've already decided who we are. We say, that's just the way I am. That's just who I am. Well, actually, who you are can be whoever you want to be. And we are able to actually change the person that we show up as. We can reinvent ourselves. And I know sometimes when we say the word reinvent, people get uncomfortable because they're like, I don't wanna have to reinvent myself. I like who I am. I, you know, I just want these little things to change or I just wanna achieve that goal. But the truth of it is, is that when you look at where you wanna be, you have to ask yourself, who do I need to become? Because if all of a sudden you decided, I wanna win a gold medal, I wanna be the fastest woman in the world or the fastest man in the world, well then who you are right now is not going to allow you to be that person because your behavior, your habits, your attitude, everything's going to have to change. If you look at the habits of the highly successful human beings and you have a look at the people who are where you wanna be, their behavior, their characteristics, their attitude is going to be different to how yours is. So can we reinvent ourselves is is it possible absolutely 100 percent. and it's not because i'm telling you it from you know a theory based i'm telling you from uh, actually living it practical everything that i talk about is practical stuff that i've actually done or helped other people do and you can you can reinvent yourself lauren hill says if you nobody wakes up the same person 
today as they were yesterday because we've learned things. And if you're on Clubhouse, you were learning information at such a fast speed. So there's no way you can remain the same. So how do we step away from who we, who you were and into who you are? It starts with self-awareness, I think. It starts with actually being aware, looking at yourself and saying, who am I right now? Why do I do that? Why do I think like that? And it's about actually looking at yourself, auditing yourself, having the time to get close enough and see some of the parts of yourself that you don't like. You know, I, I can definitely put my hand up and say that there are so many elements as I've been developing into I am where I had to go back and say, do I like that part of my personality? Do I, do, does that part, does that behavior, does that resonate with the kind of person that I wanna be? Let's say for instance, something like gossiping. Gossiping is something that um, I trained as a dancer and I was in the entertainment world for a long time. And I'm not saying that this is um, a branded personality trait, but we, you know, gossip and giggling and all of that stuff, you know, was part of it. And I thought, is that who I want to be? Do I want to be somebody who gets into gossip? Do I want to be somebody who's, you know, in the conversation, thinking and um, listening and, you know, looking looking and laughing at other people, no. So you have to make a decision of who do you wanna be and if who I wanna be, is it gonna help me get where I wanna be? And it's about reinventing and we can all reinvent ourselves. I was saying yesterday on the podcast and we were talking about this topic and I said, how I sound now is not how I used to speak. I never used to speak like this. I developed this way of communication. I remember when I first um, came back from California um, and I'd been working and training with the Brian Tracy International Sales side of things. I came back and one of the head trainers and the um, number two, like the global director for um, the Brian Tracy brand, he, said, he came to London and he met with me and he says, we need to look at your articulation. And I said, what? said, yeah, what? You're not pronouncing your T's. And I thought, well, what, what, you want me to change the way that I speak? And he was like, yeah. He says, what we're gonna be doing is we're gonna, you're gonna be going out and delivering all of these training programs. And we need to make sure that you're universally acceptable. We need to make sure that when you're communicating to all of these companies, you know, working with the likes of Coca-Cola, BMW, some of the biggest brands, when you're going out as a facilitator, we need to make sure that you are you know, they can they can clearly understand you. And what we don't want is for them to be able to um, be able to pigeonhole you, but to hear what you're saying on a universal level. Now, first of all, I was thinking, huh? What's wrong with the way that I talk? This is who I am. This is this is where I grew up. This is where how everybody sounds. And I had to sit back and actually check out my ego and say, why is he asking me to do this? He's asking me to do it so that I can communicate more effectively, so that the information that I'm sharing can be passed over and heard easily. And is it hard for me to pronounce my T's? To begin with, I had to really work on it. But now, if you're meeting me for the first time, you just assume that this is how I sound. So from 2012, 2014, I've been developing the way that I um, speak and now I don't have to think about it. it it's just the way that the words come out and I think when you can get over yourself of like well this is just the way I am this is just the way I do things well is the way you're doing things going to help you get where you want to be and if the answer is no then you have to be able to adapt you have to be able to change you need to be flexible and I think these are characteristics that people think some people are born with 
But as somebody who's an autistic woman, who the actual definition, if you look at under AS Asperger's, it says it's a neural development disorder that's characterized by significant difficulties in social communication, nonverbal communication, repetitive and restrictive behavior patterns. Now that is what it says in the dictionary and that's like around the diagnosis what, what autism um, can be seen as. And a lot of those traits were in me repetitive behavior, restrictive behavior, inflexible, you know, all of these things are things that I would say I um, were underlining core foundation of my personality. And I realized that they weren't working for me. So then I had to reinvent myself. I had to figure out how can I step away from that? And how can I step into who I want to be so that I can achieve all the things that I achieve? And it's been said to me, I can't remember who it was. I don't know if Pete Cohen or someone said to me, you know, the first time I met you and saw you, I thought, oh, look at this girl, probably rich parents, you know, probably highly educated. You know, people have an idea of who they think you are based on the image that you show them in a snapshot. But the reality for me is I'm autistic, I'm black, I was fostered when I was six weeks old and I didn't come from a really wealthy family and I left school at 16 and shuffled off to dance school without any A-levels or any higher education. But people can make a decision and a presumption about you um, just in a snapshot. And and I think the reason I'm telling you this is, is because we, we don't have to remain who we were. We actually can change, we must change, we must develop. And I think the thing that allows, especially when I'm working with my clients and just recently, I recently, I had like a real reality shift because the work I do is with, I speak on stages to organizations and entrepreneurs and business owners and people from the advertising team and the sales team. And most of the people I speak to are definitely 24 or over. Um, and even, and then my clients are usually from 47 upwards. You know, I work with a more mature clients. So I'm really working in the adult space, but there's this one part of my business where I go into schools and where I speak to young people about developing confidence and self-esteem and when I'm doing the um, assemblies and the workshops with them I have to go real down to like um, gra grassroot levels of like communication and explanation and just recently on Monday I went to a school so they're year seven so they're 11 and 12 year olds and there's like 150 of them and I'm doing an assembly and I'm like communicating to them about the power of the thoughts and the power of beliefs and I'm breaking everything down to them. And I must admit they were a tough crowd, like really tough crowd. I had them on a Monday morning and I was like, okay, this is gonna require me to go into fifth gear here because <laughs> these kids do not think I'm cool right now. So um, they took a little while to warm up, but then um, by the end of it, I had them all, you know, shouting, I am somebody, I am good enough and getting them to do the affirmations when I broke when I went into the classroom it was an incredible um feeling being in this classroom with like 25 children that were specifically chosen to work with me and when I spoke to the teacher I said you know um so what why why have these children been chosen and the teacher said these children really are struggling emotionally mentally and we are really concerned about them 
And I was like, right, so I know that I'm going to have to work really hard. Some of them were autistic. Some of them had ADHD. Some of them had come from broken homes. You know, some of them were in the care system. So it was a, definitely the vulnerable ch children in this group. And um, one of the boys says, why am I here, miss? What am, why am I here? I'm always in trouble or something like that. And I said, okay, right, children, lean in. Lean in right now. I said, the reason you're here, and you're, I'm probably not meant to tell you because the head teacher um, probably doesn't want this information to go forward, but lean into me right now. And they all lean in and they're listening and it's, oh. And I said, you guys have been chosen because your teachers and your head teacher have looked through all of your information, all of your results, and they have identified that you have greatness in you. And they're very concerned that you're not going to live up to your full potential because confidence and lacking confidence might hold you back. Their little faces lit up. They were looking at, ooh, like, look, their little faces just lit up. Like you saw them looking at each other. And it was like, I, it was, I can't explain it on this app, but like, just imagine these, like, like looking and kind of like smiling and their necks go into their shoulders and they're like, ooh, like it's like the first time ever they've been highlighted for their greatness. And I said, so my job is to help you build unshakable confidence during this session. Who's up for it? Their hands went up by their ears faster than I could finish speaking. Lameness! I was like, right, let's do it. And then the first thing I said to them is, I said, who you believe you are might not be who you really are. And they were like, oh. And then I started teaching them about the power of the subconscious mind, positive affirmations, about them having goals. And that's probably where, what I want to talk about um, and then open the conversation up. I truly believe that the way that we actually get where we want to be is because we have a goal, a vision, a desire that is so powerful, that's so intense, that's so burning that we really, really, really believe that we can have it. And I think when you know that there's something better out there for you and that you're becoming something, that in itself is a drive and it's an excitement because then it pulls you. So if you can have a vision of the kind of life that you want and the kind of person that you want to be and you can see yourself and um, it's called, um, you can do this thing called flash forward to the future and it's where you flash forward to the future. Let's say we just go one year from now. So 2023, I will, if you can flash forward in your minds and think, where do I want to be? What do I what do I want my body to look like? What do I want my bank statement to look like? What what do I want my day-to-day -day look like? How do I want to feel? And you really are able to give yourself an image, not one that you've held yourself back from, but I mean the image. The real the image, if I could wave a magic wand, that's what I said to them. If I could wave a magic wand and you could achieve your biggest wildest dreams and your life could be exactly the way you want it to be, what would it look like? And then this is when the problem normally happens with most people. They can't see it. They won't allow themselves to dream it. And then they decide on something that is probably about seven steps on a ladder away from the real big goal. So they'll just really pull, pull the dream down. They won't, they won't allow the big dream to even leave their mouth. So a lot of the work that I was doing with these young people is actually getting them to own the dream, own the vision and by the end of it they were, I want to be a chef I want to be a footballer I want to have my own um social community you know some of the thing I want to be a photographer and I was like and if you were able to achieve all those goals and if that was to be your if I could tell you that I've been to the future and that is waiting for you right there what would you say to that 
I said, oh, I'd be excited. And I said, but the, but the thing is, is you've been to the future. Now I want you to come back to where we really are. The reality is we're right here, right now. What is the gap between where you are and where you wanna be? What is the gap? Let's do an analysis. Let's look at what do we think? Who do you think we have to become to be able to achieve that vision, that goal? And these kids, I mean, like they're 11, their eyes are wide open. And I was like, it is possible. It is possible for each one of you to become the very version of the person that you see in your head when you flash forward. So for us adults, why don't we flash forward a year? And, our, and, and, and first of all, flash forward a year, own the thing that we want, and then come back today and say, right, what must I do? And the first thing we have to do is we have to recognise that who we are right now has only got us up to who, where we are right now. So who we want to be in the future, we're going to have to change. And change is not a negative thing. Change is definitely not a negative thing. I've seen Terence just walk into the room now. Terence is my other half. And we have this conversation about, you know, growth and legacy all the time. And we had this conversation about four or five weeks ago. And I was like, you have to let go of who you think you are so that you can become who I know you want to be and who you want to be. And he was like, yeah, but I don't want to let go of all of me because there are some like really great qualities. I said, you have to let go of it all. <laughs> and he was like, what? I was like, this is, this is, and it's, do you know what? It must be awful being, living with somebody who is a coach. You know, people pay me for my information. So when I'm at home, sometimes I go into coach mode and it's not great for the, and he's like, you can see him rolling his eyes. I said, just give me a minute, just for a minute. Imagine that you are my client. <laughs> I said, if you wanna become somebody that you've never been before, no, if you wanna reach something that you've never reached before, you have to become somebody you've never been before. I said, so wouldn't it make sense to just reinvent yourself and just bring with you, bring with you some of the things you like, but recognize that you've got to start again. And he was like, oh, and I was like, anyway, point is he said yeah but I've had so many people who said I don't want to change I don't want to change everything I just want to tweak a few things and I'm like listen let's just start again let's just start again from ground zero and let's let's reinvent ourselves entirely and just bring with us in our rucksack the things that we know are going to serve us but before you can start choosing the things you're going to bring with you you have to get to the point where you have to realize that what you have is not going to get you where you want to be because otherwise you can pretend to yourself and say do you know what i think i can do it i think i can do it with what i've got i just need <clears throat> i just need a few little um little little tools to add to my toolkit i just need a few little things but i really believe that when you're reinventing especially if it's your personality it's your mindset you're reinventing who you are you have to go to the very core roots of those beliefs that you've got and you have to rip them out and you have to look at them and say is this serving me Pfft, toss it away this is a new belief and you have to install a new belief in for you to be able to grow that's what i believe and it makes it much it makes it more simple for you to do that because you're like, right, I'm starting again. Um, I'd, I'd love to um, hear what anyone else wants to stay around this idea of, are, are you comfortable stepping away from who you were and then stepping into who you are? Is, is this a comfortable thing or do people feel like it's quite uncomfortable? Um, I'd, love, I'd love to hear it. Anyone would like to flash or jump in? Good morning, Ify, it's Maria. Hi, Maria. Over to you. Thank you. Good morning, beautiful. So I'm going to say that 
this week has been exactly what this topic is. I have had an experience that could have easily brought me back to who I was, which was a scared little girl as an adult, of course, scared little girl and crawling into my shell. And I have been consciously and intentionally reminding, been reminding myself of who I am today. Because there are sometimes there are little experiences or big experiences. I say little experiences on purpose, actually, that go on as you're growing in the time that you're growing, like in the last year and a half, let's say, since I stepped into breakfast with champions. Um, I've been growing daily, five o'clock in the morning, been here with everyone, love everyone, been to a lot of the events, and I think everybody should always go to in-person events uh, headed by Breakfast with Champions. Just growing, meeting people, uh, building relationships, building confidence, grow, just growing on every level. And one little thing can happen, and I'm calling it little on purpose because it's not big. I could have made it big, but reminding myself intentionally and with effort of who I am now, today, this Maria, this woman, that person was a girl. I am a woman. Finally, in my 50s, I'm finally feeling now as a woman. Not when I was 18, not when I was 20, not when I was in my 30s, not in my 40s. Today, today, I've been growing so much. And it's it's it really does take effort to not pull, allow yourself to be pulled into the past you. So I love this topic. I love what you're saying. You're always full of effort, um, full of energy. I'm grateful for you. Happy Thursday. Thank you for allowing me to share. Oh, Maria, thank you for sharing. That's the great thing about this room. You know, we, we can learn from other people's experiences. Um, Really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Um, I'd love, Samira, is that you? Um, yes, yes, you? absolutely. Oh my God, this is thrilling. You know how much I love any kind of reinventing or the challenge or also the health and oneness. This is so dear into to myself. And that's why I said the, for everything we do, even if it is health, I mean, in the other room, it was incredible. Uh, we cannot, the change is always the thing that we resist. It's not exactly like uh, what we're going to do. So I think it is really important that if we want to be at our best and live the best version of ourselves, we need to reinvent every day in the health. You know, I'm 60 and I'm 39 in my metabolism. And, in you know, I would say 35. And these are like not me saying it uh, in the mindset. So if you want to live at your best, you need to make those changes that makes you every day to that better self in health and absolutely because the health goes with everything you cannot have a great mindset if your health is not with you that's not possible so i i put your challenge in the the chat on the other room if i'm 60 you're 40 or 39 let's dance together and see if we can rock it into <laughs> and uh, like tina turner so i think this is one of my challenges i really would love to do it because that would be going to my other better self, you can be at any time, whatever you decide. It's like I always say epigenetics is what you decide. How to what to eat, 
what to think, what to do every day, and no matter what, you can make it happen. Age is just a number. It's more what you put in your daily life in order to grow your neurons. Even the neurons, you can have new neurons because if you make your brain work every day, that's why for me, the six languages make me every day jump from one to the other. So it's making my fitness for my brain too. So I just wanted to add that you can be what you want to be if you really don't resist that change. Please do not resist the change and do what it needs to be at your best version. Life is beautiful if we just take it every day, step by step. The compound effect is the most incredible thing. Thank you, Ify. And let's dance together one day. That would be my challenge and I would love to do it. We will be the new Tina Turner. How is that, Ify? I love it. I absolutely love it. And Samira, I love everything about what you stand for. It's exciting. You know, if anyone's wondering what we're talking about, the room before we had Dr. Nicholas Pete and Vanessa here on the stage come in and talk to us about the importance of, you know, our heart. They're both doctors and one of their missions is to help us all live healthier and to take action in advance to support ourselves. And one of the comments I made in that room is that I I got so inspired when I saw Tina Turner at 86 years old on stage. She's like, you're simply the best. And she's like, her foot's tapping, her shoulder's going. She's moving her body in a way that I'm just like, wow. So one of my goals is, I'm 38 now, but my goal is to be fitter and more fabulous than I've ever been by the time I'm 50. So everything I do is surrounding myself by these people who are, you know, 50 or older. If you notice, all my friends are much older than me because I'm like, you guys are living it and it's a goal of mine. So um, thank you, Samira. I will dance with you at 90 and I will be kicking my leg up and doing the splits and all sorts. Um, but I'd love to um, see if Vanessa or um, Dr. Nicholas Pete would like to jump in. We've got about two minutes left before we're passing the mic over to the wonderful Glenn Lundy. Also, if you are listening and enjoying this conversation, can you click on the bottom of the um, square with the arrow and share it out to the hallway so we can get as many people in here um, getting ready for the next segment? Um, Vanessa or um, Dr. Nicholas Pete, would you like to jump in and share something for like the last minute and a bit? Hello, thank you so much for welcoming us back. And, you know, it's just been so, so, so powerful being here with everyone today. And, you know, I think our biggest thing is that everybody leaves different than they arrived today, that it's kind of motivated them and empowered them to really kind of take action. And, you know, for example, that action doesn't have to necessarily mean that we're waiting for something to happen as we've discussed today. It's talking about, you know, reducing our risks of things happening by the simple steps that we can, we can um, implement in our lives and you know we've been talking and touching on heart health and thinking about the importance of taking care of our health and well-being and you know just some simple tips that we can take away and give today is something that has a lot of evidence behind it which is known as the uh, DASH diet um, which has shown the incredible um, benefits of making simple changes to the diet and how these things can actually reduce an individual's um, risk of having health problems and having heart-related um, issues. And um, just by taking simple steps to be intentional to increase the amount of fruits and vegetables that we're having in the diet, um, 
engaging in having whole grain foods, um, you know, fish and nuts. And when we're thinking about whole grain foods, what sort of things are we thinking about? You know, it's so, making simple. So, um, Vanessa, I'm going to jump in. Yeah. Would any if because we've got we're on a tight ship here, and um, sorry I didn't give you much time to speak. But anyone, click on Vanessa and Pete's faces and find out what they're doing around health. It's brilliant. Um, it's been a pleasure being here today. Good. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.